Welcome to another episode of Den Excelsior. This is the live weekly podcast discussing the latest Marvel happenings across all media. But we've also been known to stray off topic from time to time. If it's super powered, we'll discuss it here. Uh, this episode is being recorded on the evening of Friday, May 21st, 2021. My name is Dennis, and creating this outlet to talk nerdy was pretty much for the preservation of my marriage. Um, as always, I'm joined by a distinguished nerd panel. Uh, first up, I think I mentioned this before, but fun fact, he's been collecting issues of Amazing Spider-Man that predate him nearly 30 years. It's Frank. Wow, I haven't heard that intro in a while. That's awesome. It's, it's Yeah, see, I'm like recycling. That was like from like, uh, I don't know, like five months ago. That's pretty it's, good. It's pretty good, right? And it is true. I do collect uh, Spider-Man issues, old ones. Yeah. Did my see, cat just come in? Okay, I'm never take, mind. I'm, I'm taking this back. We're, we're doing a little time travel here. Yeah, yeah. And then he's our millennial with an insatiable craving for spoilers and rumors. It's Ricky. Uh, and he's muted. And Even he's better. muted. Thank you. You're welcome, guys. Give me them spoilers. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, I, I promise to not reuse those intros all the time, but I liked them. I put a yeah, lot of work into writing them the first time. Someone didn't do their homework yeah. today. Uh, no, I – yeah, sure. It's just <laughs> I did all the other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, you know, obviously, uh, whenever we can, we try to have a special guest. Uh, we don't we, we especially like to have them come when we have something new to talk about. And so today we do have something new. Uh, so we got our special guest who hosts the Uncommon Comedy Podcast on YouTube and everywhere else you can find podcasts, I'm pretty sure. And he has a special out now at drybarcomedy.com. It's Brian April. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, hey. Brian? I'm all set and ready to talk about Jurassic Park. I'm ready to I know. talk about I it. Love it. I love it. I love it. I love Jurassic Park. <laughs> I mean, in fairness for the promo material, I was using your picture with the Death Star. So I saw that. It was good. <laughs> yeah. I just decided for fun to start reusing, you know, old stuff. And and you visited us last uh, when you were when we were doing the Mandalorian podcast back in December. And uh, hello, everyone out there who's watching. We'll get to you guys in a few minutes, but let's have a moment to chat with Brian. Uh, Brian, um, this is your first time on our Marvel show. It is. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, you are uh, your stand-up comic. Yes, and, I am. Okay, these are, <laughs> that's all you got to do right now is just say yes or no to, yeah. yes or no to these things. Yeah. Uh, you want to stand up or what was no, it? No, no, no. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see your shirt. Uh, I'd like to know what it says. Although, no, don't do that. I mean, I thought uh, Brian was here to talk about the effects of COVID on stand-up comedy, you know, uh, in-depth conversation. We can, we can do that too, okay. you know. But uh, the last time you were on, you were there – you were on We Have Spoken uh, – the Mandalorian podcast as a stand-up comic, but also as a Star Wars fan. Yes. So you were there to talk about the Bill Burr episode of of the show of the season two, and that was really fun because you had all that insight. And that's kind of why we thought it'd be fun to bring you back for uh, Marvel's Modok, which we'll be talking about later today, uh, because that's you know another stand-up comic is is running that show. But I want to know what does Marvel mean to you? Because we asked you what Star Wars meant to you last time. 
Um, Marvel is is a is a strange strange duck for me. I love Marvel. Growing up, um, I, I used to read a lot of the the comics, Fantastic Four, and a uh, huge Hulk fan. I've always been uh, a Hulk. Um, not so much the Avengers. I kind of got into that a little bit, but it's just been this whole incredible universe uh, with so many. I mean, there's, there's so many great uh, characters and Thor and Ant Man and just Iron Man and just uh, I'm not um, a super nerd into it. I, I kind of just go with what they put in front of me. I, I don't do a lot of uh, research and in going into the, the backstory, but it's just been something that's been just a big part of, of my life growing up and, and being around all, like I said, mostly the, the comics uh, growing up and then more for, you know, the some of the earlier movies uh, with Marvel and then some of the TV uh, just some of the TV stuff. So it's been, yeah, you know, it's just another big part of the world. How do you grow up in this day and age and not have Marvel hitting, yeah. hitting you square in the face somewhere, like, you know? What's like, your, isn't what's it, your, well, I was going to say, what's your favorite MCU sh- uh, movie or show? Um, you know, I, I kind of, I kind of like Iron Man. I, I think the original Iron Man one was just, it was just classic, you know, it was just, so well done, and uh, especially the first half of that movie, the way they just uh, developed everything and brought it in, and I, I just thought it was a great way to kind of launch all of that. Yeah, but I mean, I'm a I'm a I'm a mark for the Hulk. I love the Hulk, and my, you know, I'm dying for the day they they actually put out a good, incredible Hulk movie. Uh, that, yeah, they already did that with Ang Lee's movie, right? As you say, you didn't like the one with Daredevil and uh, Thor. <laughs> I don't know. I I just. No, I'm I'm very much. I don't know. I don't know hey. what I'm looking for. I just oh, those are it. two different movies. I was getting confused for a second. I was like, <laughs> yeah, Daredevil and Thor are not in the same movie. No, <laughs> not in the same one. No. Okay. You didn't watch the director's uh, What is it? Return of the Incredible Hulk and then uh, <laughs> with, Trial. He's of talking the about the, with Bill Bixby. Yeah, with and, Bill Bixby. Uh, with yeah, yeah. But you know, isn't it wild that like you know I feel when I honestly when I was a kid. I would assume when you guys are younger, like say when someone says, oh, I like Marvel because of the movies, like that wasn't kind of like a, it's kind of a cop-out answer. Yeah. But we're like, we're like 20, 20 years, you know, deep into Marvel, quality Marvel movie content. So, you know, I feel like that, that type of gateway experience now is legitimate, you know, for a lot of people. And they're, they're pumping them out. I mean, they, they come out all the time. So it's just, they have such a back catalog now of, of all these incredible movies that you can go through and watch. So it's almost 24 years, 25 years. If you want to go with blade, right. Mm. If you want to go, I, I would, do we want to go there? That's where, that's where my, that's where my milestone uh, is like, that's, that's my cutoff. Pre blade is rough. Pre blade. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Pre Roger Corman, fantastic four. <laughs> no, 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 that's already bad. That's already bad. That's how, that's how um, I do music too. Pre-blade and you know, yeah, pre-blade. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, we have we have a lot of stuff I, I want to talk about, and and uh, I just want to let me get the let me get the the official stuff out of the way so that we can start engaging more with our our fans and 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 chat more about whatever we want. Uh, so let me just say we've got a fun show planned. We're dying to talk about Marvel's Modoc, but before we dive into that, we've got some news and rumors to discuss. Uh, and a brief chat on a nerd topic of our choosing. We kind of crafted a question earlier today. Uh, As a reminder, this is also a chance for you, the 
audience to pick our brains with any Marvel trivia or points of confusion that you may have. We'll be checking the comments throughout the show. So uh, it it it, felt like you were looking right at me when you said, I know, I know because I'm trying really hard. (laughs) So, you know, like itsy pry, we can see you right there. Hello and welcome to us. Uh, Welcome to our show. And for those of you that can't get enough of us, you can visit uh, patreon.com slash Danx media immediately after this broadcast ends for our live post show, the soapbox, where we wind down and talk about stuff we didn't get to in like the first one and a half hours of this show. And it's that's, where you'll show. Def- that's where you'll definitely. That's where you'll definitely get enough of us. Actually, on did you say it's a hot top show? Because I did not yeah, fill yeah, up the tub. It is. <laughs> yeah, and for is. you know, ten ten subs, we all write names on on body parts, and so yeah. Yeah. we'll get the we'll get the robes out. We'll be good. Yeah. Get, I got the you inflatable. Guys are promises. Yeah. I cannot. Fifteen, we bust out the <laughs> peanut butter. So I don't That's think right. you guys understand how hard it is for a person in a wheelchair to just get in a tub. <laughs> but uh, I'll try for you guys. I'll try. All right. <laughs> that, that's for twenty-five subs. Yeah, that's for twenty-five. Yeah, subs. You're spoiling Modoc right now. You're yeah, ruining it. We're doing? Dick Van Patten's piss. Oh man, see, look, now this person will stop that. <laughs> see what you're doing. See what you're doing. <laughs> I got the markers. Making promises we can't keep, right? That's right. Now. Um, so before we move on to the news, like, is there anything else going on? How's your weeks going on, guys? Anything you want to chat about? Anything special? Uh, are we allowed to chat about stuff that's not Marvel? Uh, you always do, so I'm not going to stop you now. <laughs> this is your your five minute non Marvel talk. Start yeah, now. yeah. This is this is our moment for our people who are w- tuning in to get to know you, Frank. This now is where Frank rants about, about work. Now I want, yeah, yeah. Damn kids don't have any don't have any respect for us elders. Well, I tell you, they got no respect at all. I tell you, this kids. Holy shit, that's good. Um, uh, damn, you threw me off now. Now I don't know what I was going to talk about. Oh, you know what? The Highlander. I watched The Highlander recently with my wife. She hadn't oh, seen it. Oh, Wait, do you see they're, they're doing a remake? I did. I did. So that's crazy that they announced that the week after we watched it. That's that's insane. To that's be. insane to me. It was meant to be. Totally. Who's um, in the new one? Who's in the new one? Henry Cavill. Um, Henry Cavill's the only one confirmed that I saw. Did you see anyone else? Did they confirm anyone else? Nope. So will you watch another Spider-Man movie so they can make more of those? Yeah, hopefully. hopefully. <laughs> there, there's already one coming out this year. <laughs> it's not enough. It's not uh, enough. We want more. No, there will be more. There's I not there will be more. I mean, if I you count Venom, right? <laughs> no, we don't. No. We never do. You bring this up all the time. We <laughs> don't count man. Venom, Ricky. And Zac yeah. Efron is not going to play Venom like for the yeah, last time. Not, yeah, no more, no yeah, more fan casting Zac Efron. <laughs> Zac Efron is not going to play everything. Uh, Ricky, anything cool in your week? Because I think we just skipped uh, over Frank. Because Frank got distracted by the danger field, and it's. I want to talk. Like, oh, it was good. It was a good danger field. Oh, well, thank you. I try. <laughs> I tell you. I tell you. These kids these days. Super good. I don't think I've ever seen a Rodney Dangerfield movie. What? I know the face. I know the You've voice. You've never seen Caddyshack. Mm-mm. I oh, like no. Tron, which is surprising because I've met Cindy Morgan a million <laughs> times. Yeah, that's that's Rodney Dangerfield's <laughs> finest work. And Tron, Tron, yeah. And like her boots are split from the Caddyshack side, he and then there's a Tron, Tron side. He said Tron. <laughs> I can't even think of a quote from Tron to put Dangerfield in there. But oh but, man, like putting you, you might as well have just said who framed Roger Rabbit at that point. Uh, the light bikes give me no respect. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you arcade. It's crazy. These kids. Frank Itzy said uh, the greatness of Spider-Man ended with Tobey Maguire. What is your hot take on that? 100% 
Itsy is uh, spouting a bunch of truth right now, and that is true. Like every other Spider-Man has had diminishing returns for me since Tobey Maguire. And I'm even counting Spider-Man 3, which was amazing. And you're, are you counting Into wow. the Spider-Verse? Oh, shit, that was really good, but <laughs> don't be racist, Frank. The only, the only don't caveat, be racist, Frank. Don't be racist. The only caveat there is that the, it's a cartoon. And like, no, that is not wow. a caveat. I, I gotta be cartoonist. That's mediaist. You gotta be cartoonist because they can do literally Den X media. This we is a rock rabbit. Media. They could do whatever they want in the cartoon world. We've seen it. I saw it. Uh, I was watching the Twilight Zone. It was on the Twilight Zone. The Magpie says, "No more tunes." I can do anything in cartoon world. <laughs> You're gonna give them the dip. Yeah, <laughs> Brian. So how do you? How do you guys feel about that? Really, though, with the the constant rebooting of Spider Man and, and and franchises like that. I mean, yeah, I w- I'd like to see Uncle Ben die like six more times. Spider Verse is not, kind of its own beast because it's it's Spider Man, but it's a different character, right? Spider Verse is Spider Men and women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Spider Girls. You know, and- <laughs> That's the uh, the less successful Spice Girls uh, cover oh, yeah. the Spider Girls. The Spider Girls. I like if you want to be my spider. Welcome Kelly Monster to our show. They didn't sell merch. <laughs> yes. Uh, Brian, yes. you got any? You got anything else? You got anything cool going on this week for you, or anything Marvel? Anything? Whatever. You uh, want. Well, I actually just kind of found out today that uh, I'm going to be filming a television pilot uh, in August. So uh, it's one of those things where it's like you are excited and you want to announce it, but you don't want to announce it because you want to announce it because it's kind of a big deal, but you don't want to announce it in case they don't pick it up and you fail. So, right, um, right. but I'm putting myself out there because we're going to do it. We're going to do it. It's going to be great. And um, nice. that's cool. Yeah. So I'm excited I mean, about that. Can you announce something by proxy? Like that's kind of related <laughs> to it, but not it that way, you know, you get the hype, but you don't get all of the, you know, exactly. The if expectations. there was a, a new spider verse, uh, television show there's a yep. pilot for it then um no i'm not doing six six uncle bens get killed yeah. immediately well i'll tell you what i'm very excited for it we don't have to talk any more about it because i don't know you don't want to violate any ndas or anything like that but, but yeah, if you happen to if something happens to take off from that I'm going to be really happy that we're going to have your name all over this episode. Yeah, we will it's happily ride your coattails. Everywhere. That's right. And uh, people will go back to see that time he was really, really dumb enough to show up on these guys' podcasts. <laughs> and talk about slumming it. That's talk right. Talk about Marvel. Hey. Who would you uh, cast as Uncle Ben? Uh, I know Ricky would cast Zach Efron as Uncle Ben. <laughs> we're, do, in, oh, we're doing this. <laughs> we're who, who's the modern day Uncle Ben? Yeah, Zach Efron, mm-hmm. right? No, you gotta go. You gotta go, Rodney Dangerfield, even though he's dead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We can just, we'll just use that technology they use in Star Wars and recreate. And, oh, Animatronic. Oh, who, who would be a body double? <laughs> Who's the body I gotta, double? I gotta imagine like somebody guy. that somebody that we enjoyed in our youth is probably old enough to be Uncle Ben now. So, like, I just gotta really think about that. Like, like is the dad from Teen Wolf dead? <laughs> Oh, man, Christian Slater, he'd be pretty good, right? Right, yeah, he'd be great. Yeah. Team Wolf? yeah, we can get Dick Van Patten. Is he alive? He might be too old. Well, he was old. He was old yeah. then. Yeah, yeah he, he was chased. old then. You got to be careful. No, he's way too old. And no, no, we were getting no close to like 
like Ricky Schroeder age, you know. Oh, like, there you go. Ricky <laughs> Schroeder, there you go. Ricky you cast it. Silver Schroeder, Uncle Ben. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna go on a lot of weird tangents. Uh, so let's. How about we bring it in a little bit? Let's let Ricky show us the news he's prepared. And Brian, you're rea- you're welcome to react to it, or just sit there politely and drink your drink until until we're done with this whole awkward segment <laughs> of the show. That's great that you're letting him react to it. That's pretty cool. Thank you. Yes. We don't. We don't let just anyone do just that. Gonna, yeah, uh, I, I, was, I was told we I do. gotta like just focus. And just, just blank we face. do. I just often forget to tell people that they're allowed to do it. News time. Okay, uh, we had a lot of non-Marvel news this week. I think we had a lot of Marvel news, too. Well, I we we'll, we'll kick it off with the Marvel news. Okay, do it. Let's do this thing. We got uh, Old Man Star-Lord, Old Man Hawkeye, and Grey, Grey Widow podcast uh, coming down the pipe. From- three three separate scripted live podcasts for Marvel. Oh, man, we're getting some competition now from the, from the big boys. I know, right? Yeah, because I was planning, like, after Loki was over... I was just going to sit here and read comics with you guys like out loud. And so this is really awkward. <laughs> Damn it. I'm waiting for the old man river podcast, <laughs> right? It's like the, it's are like you, the old man universe. <laughs> uh, Brian, are you even familiar with the old man universe? I am not. So do you know the movie Logan? Where yes. That movie is based on a comic called old man Logan, uh, in which Logan is super old. And and the world is way different than it used to be. And a man. And so, well, he he never stopped being a man except for that one what if. Um, but in uh, the podcast universe, they've decided to spin off of that weird alternate future timeline and just do, uh, you know, do their own takes on. What basically what we were trying to do is fan cast uh, Uncle Ben. They're taking famous <laughs> actors from from our youth and they're casting him as old versions you want me, of you want me to read them characters. off characters. I yep. think you should. And I think Sorry. Brian will find get a Zach kick out Efron, of it. Right. The, weekend. <laughs> so, the, the actor and the character they're playing. I'll go from left to right. So left Hawkeye, Clint Barton, Stephen Ling. Do you know who Stephen uh, Ling is? Not by name. He's the old guy. Who's the bad guy in avatar. Oh, okay. The Marine. Yep. Yeah. Oh, the, uh, the blue people. The blue people. No, right? the space marine. <laughs> I was thinking of like Zhao or like oh, Fire Lord yeah. Ozai. Or yeah, the actual, the actual movie just called Avatar. Yes. Got it. Okay. Yeah, not the last the guy no that campaigned really hard a few years ago to play Cable and then he got shot down because they, they put Josh Brolin in instead. But Stephen Lang cool. really wanted to be Cable. Mm. Uh, next up, Susan Sarandon as, I guess, Grey Widow. Yep. I can see that. That's uh, good. That's related to the Brown Widow, as seen in Venture <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> uh, who else? Chris Elliott as Rocket. He's not in the picture. Wait, no, he's not. you mean Chris Elliott from? Uh, yes. Scary well, movie. Cabin and, Boy. And and Cabin and, Boy. Yeah. Okay. And and and, the, and Schitt's Creek. Well, what, was his, what was his TV show back in back in? Oh, the- I'm trying to remember that. That was. Oh, uh, Dennis, I you would loved know, right? it. I loved it, and yeah. I cannot remember it right now. Um, I used to watch it religiously, and this sucks. But yeah, Chris Elliott is going to be playing Rocket Raccoon. I did, I've I heard some of it, and uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> not a it fan. sounds like 
it sounds like Chris Elliott. It sounds like I mean, I don't know what Rocket sounds like. I guess you got to remember they're not they're not trying to do the movie versions of the characters, right? They're trying to do the comic book versions interpreted by uh, old celebrities. You know what I mean? So like, you got to afford some some yeah flex- i mean i'm sure his his notes are just sound like an old raccoon so <laughs> it's a lot to work off uh, we're in some yes. danger areas yes. right uh, now an, yeah, an old an old just, sassy raccoon he's just rustling through like fritos bags yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then uh and then nice. damn it why are you knocking down trash cans chris elliott because he's a trash panda that's why <laughs> oh, that's gonna play great for our, the audio version sorry yeah, sorry about that this is why we can't sell this podcast <laughs> this is why disney and doesn't like us right. we, didn't, we didn't say any of those things <laughs> you guys well, are no, shooting we, us in the foot before we even go well, we got this one is one. why we're gonna get kicked off of twitch disney we can change no Tim- Timothy Busefield at Star Wars. Oh, that hurt. That hurt my soul. I don't know who that is. Timothy Busfield. Busfield. From Revenge of the Nerds. Oh. Who is he in Revenge I, of the Nerds? I, I heard that movie he's doesn't the, age well. He's the redheaded one at the beginning of the movie. That, oh, okay. Uh, he, he's in my, what is it, like My So Called Life or some, something mm. like that? Or no, 30 something. 30 something. And so, you know, Timothy Busfield, you would recognize him if you he's see him. The, the West Wing also. Yeah, he is in the West Wing. Yeah, you're right. I think he should be Curtis Armstrong. If you're going to take anyone from Revenge of the Nerds, Booger. I love Curtis Armstrong. He's great. He's funny in, a, what was it, the Terrible Thunder Lizards, right? Uh, Isn't he, he, would, he would make a great rocket, honestly. He would. He would be mm. great. I they should just cast recast the Revenge of the Nerd characters yeah. as uh, Marvel Universe characters. <laughs> there we go. Yes. Excellent. One special one night only. Um, that's the Who would Ogre be? <laughs> Oh Sorry. man, Drax, <laughs> he'd be, uh, Drax. yeah, Drax, yeah, mm. Drax, or Thor. We're, ass- we're assuming these characters are alive in that universe. I don't, I don't know who's, I don't know or, who's or in our universe, alive in our universe. Yeah. Yes, or these actors are. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's funny as you mentioned that. Like, I Dave Bautista came about like, I think it was like two weeks ago. He said, "I'm like done playing Drax. Like, I'm 50. I can't keep this shape up." Oh man, is that why he made crappy Army of the Dead? Army of the Dead. Well, they threw money at that yeah. problem. So, oh, okay, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. I'm sorry, I'm a little bitter. I watched that today. I was gonna say oh. you didn't, you didn't like it, right? I did not like it. Mm-hmm. We can talk about that later on the pod on the soapbox. It's fine. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's let's move on. What else you got, Ricky? What about um, all our ravenous fans that that want to hear about it? <laughs> they, can, they can pay for the soapbox. <laughs> this is why Disney doesn't like us. Oh yeah, that's true. Disney used to be overcharging their their fans. That's true. Disney mastered that. I would prefer later when when I'm editing the show that I don't have to edit that many. This is why Disney doesn't like us out of of the show. Uh, Or just make that a whole highlight. It's just every clip of that. Oh, man. Reasons why we won't get a check from Disney. (laughs) Zac Efron. Zac Efron is top of the list. It's a clip they're going to play in court. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Give right. us some more news, quick, Ricky. We got a we got a uh, nano infinity gauntlet uh, coming out. This little uh, <laughs> Iron Man play item, role play, play item, item. <laughs> comes with and, removable gems, and those gems yeah. totally fit down your throat without causing any yes any problems at all. Yeah. So Perfect. if you ever those wanted an Iron Man stranger, um, 
than uh, wow. by this glove. <laughs> I was, was going to say that wait, the strangers are offhand, right? I mean, Frank's left-handed, but yeah, yeah, it would be <laughs> but, a stranger for me. That'd be great. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would be concerned if when I pulled the fist out, like some of the stones were missing. That's what I'm saying. I don't like that those are removable. That's just too dangerous. Like, what are you going to do with them? Like, why? Why do they need to be removable? <laughs> because they're actually Jolly Rod, uh, Rod Ranchers, was it Jolly? Right, Jolly Ranchers. They're just Jolly yeah. Rancher candy, and then you can just fill them in and. Just do whatever color coordination you want. Lex Luthor comes over and shoves them in your mouth. Should we? <laughs> should, we uh, should we cut and, and do a retake of that? Because that you don't think Disney almost... would like that joke? No, 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 no. I'm just saying. <laughs> we second take for Brian. Jolly, <laughs> Ran- Jolly Ranchers. Jolly, Jolly Ranchers. Ranchers. All right, Jolly Ranchers, take two. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> and focus and scene <laughs> Lego <laughs> announces a Spider-Man Daily Bugle. <laughs> This is the biggest uh, Lego Marvel set to date. And this thing's pretty badass. It's like three feet tall. And it's a giant rectangle. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the Daily Bugle building from the comics. Am I right, Frank, or no? That's that's any building from anywhere. I could could put Roxxon on there and it would be the Roxxon building. I thought they literally are selling a giant rectangle set. (laughs) It comes as 25. I'm a big I'm a big Lego person. It's it's Lego. the figurines you, though. It's the figurines you, you want. Are you okay. a big Lego person because you like to make cool things, or you just like <laughs> to make rectangles? That's being you're being real shapes. By, by, by the way, this is why Disney won't pay us. <laughs> this this is three hundred dollars. By the way, because I'm shooting them in the foot at their product. A three hundred dollars. Wow. To for, build a rectangle with a sign at the top? That's All hard right, to well, do. Well, we're going to... They just need to make get... that a Nakatomi Plaza. That's what that needs to be. It's just yes. Nakatomi Plaza, diehard oh, Legos. That's all that is. They own I mean, that now, I think, don't they? Do that would really? be fantastic. Yeah, they, yeah, they own they, Fox, they, right? They own diehard. Yeah, they own diehard. Well, speaking of overly priced plastic, here's Dennis's uh, all-consuming addiction or the Marvel Legend bit of the news. Yeah. Also, not $300 for a giant freaking rectangle. AI I'm Spider- sure Spider-Man all of the figures announced these past two weeks will add up to three hundred dollars. <laughs> nope, they will not. <laughs> you, you, know that, you know that that Lego kit is all just the gray rectangle. I know one. that's it. Like there's nothing rectangle. else. There's no other. There's no flat ones. There's, there's there's red ones for the fire escape and for the Daily Bugle, and that's it. That's it. That'd be cool that's, if it just came out in one square, like just one. Yeah, there, you don't even have the Lego expert. You want those great pieces to build other sets. So. The taxi the, Lego. The taxi cab comes pre-assembled because they didn't. They just. They're like, <laughs> you don't want to build that. That's too intricate. Uh, uh, screw just build it. the rectangle. Yes, Ian, it does have Spider-Ham. We're aware. We we get it. Like Frank already said, he knows why you guys really buy it. It's okay. <laughs> I buy it for uh, the squares. I'm a big square aficionado. Like, <laughs> but yeah, to continue the uh, expensive plastic. How much was the Ninja Turtles NECA giant rectangle cityscape? <laughs> that is not a giant rectangle. And two, it was $150. Uh, so half of what the Lego one was. And far more intricate and detailed. Well, did you consider buying two of them? And the Turtles no. one didn't have spider ham. No, but the turtles one came with uh, three Ninja Turtles that I sold for three hundred dollars. So I didn't, I didn't pay anything for the thing. It, I broke even. It, well, because yeah. Uh, anyways, <laughs> Marvel Legends. Marvel Legends, who's, the Infinity who's Saga. Who's this guy? You know who this guy is. Damn it! 
It's uh, it's they're doing a do over on Infinity War Captain America because the figure they made like three or three years ago was a piece of crap, uh, and like it didn't even look like Chris Evans at all. It was really like, bad. These suckers this will one, pay for it twice. And and the uh, and the worst part was like everybody knows in that scene right before he's gonna go fight you know the aliens and stuff. Uh, you know, and after after Black Panther said, somebody get this guy a shield, they get him two shields, right? Man, the original toy came with one shield. And oh, it's man. like, it was just offensive. So, you know, they did a do-over. They wanted to make him look more screen accurate. He actually comes with two heads. So he has the action head, and then he has like a more, uh, more you know, calm head there. <laughs> and then he's got, and he's, got, and he's got two shields, and there you go. Two shields. He, he said Walmart. one. He said one. Get yeah, this but, man a shield. But he he's got, got you know, Black fair. Panther is that kind of a host. They don't you know? listen. They, he's that kind of host. Or they just don't listen to the king, yes. That's, but uh, that's a Walmart exclusive that went up uh, for sale today. Uh, and it comes out in September. The whole the whole set of Infinity Sagas, which is basically a do-over or basically a chance for uh, all, you know, Lego and Hasbro and all the different companies that make merch to milk the movies uh, a second round over now that they're all done. So there you go. There's a searcher figure that was announced on Monday that is from Thor Ragnarok, which was what? 2017, 2017, right on the, yeah. this, guy is, this is a bigger figure though, right? This is a, like, yeah, he's 13, 13 inches tall. And it's made wow. entirely out of gummy worm. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and Jolly Rogers. Jolly, yeah, yeah, Don't Jolly leave them in your car. Sorry, I, could, I couldn't resist that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, the the lesson is always is I'm stupid, and that's I'm totally oh. fine with that. So as long as we are, we're all good with that. It's more fun when you say it like Homer Simpson, though. Oh, the lesson is always is I'm stupid. There you go. <laughs> the first step towards failure is trying. Never. And, <laughs> and here is another one that they uh, I, I think they revealed today, right? Yeah. Uh, this perfect. is um, the Infinity Saga. Two pack uh, of Obadiah Stane in his suit, and then Obadiah Stane's uh, giant ghetto Iron Monger suit. Um, ghetto man, <laughs> it's 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 the ghetto version of Iron Man. Come on, you know he, he looks like Billy Joel. Like on the, the previous one, he's like Piano Man. You know, he's good. Yeah. Why does he have a douche? Why is he holding a douche in his hand? Is that Obadiah? Obadiah G-Y-N. Oh, oh. oh, man. Move on now, Ricky. Go. Go, go, right. go. That's cool. That bullet effect's pretty cool. I'll give it that. It's the same effect they've been selling for every Iron Man figure ever. No, the, <laughs> the bullets filling out. Oh, the bullets coming out. That's the same effect they've been selling for every War Machine figure oh. ever. Did, did he figure out the icing problem? Oh my God. The icing problem. I don't think he did. Uh, All right. Yes. It's see, you are correct. That is the antagonist from the first Iron Man movie. Uh, Obadiah State, like, so basically the Infinity Saga that uh, is their big marketing campaign right now while they're waiting for actual movies to come out is they're selling merch from any movie from the past 20 years or sorry, past 10, uh, 13 years, whatever. So, yeah, Iron Man okay, 1 is very the, the Star Wars thing. They're just kind of dipping back into but moments. yeah, for the most part, they're trying to sell figures that they never did or mm. that they want to do a do-over. So in the 13 years, they actually never made an, a, a, a scaled Obadiah uh, figure uh, or Iron Ironmonger. They have made a really small Ironmonger figure 
that just looks really weird standing next to like an Iron Man that's the same size. So, so but I mean, all companies do this. Like I, Ricky, you might be uh, this might be a little before your time, but like Transformers, um, you guys remember the original Transformers? Uh, and they, mm-hmm. I had basically every figure. And then the movie came out and they killed off like 90% of the characters and introduced <laughs> like 130 more. And I was, so they just do that too, just so that you, all right, here, you bought them all, buy all these new ones. Yeah. And then when you're not, when you have bought all of those, we're going to resell the old ones, but with new decos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so there's like a million Optimus Primes that have been sold. About so you know who doesn't do that? Lego. Uh, <laughs> all the- all the Lego pieces work the same. Do <laughs> Lego does they all, that. They all fit. All the time. I don't know what the, you mean by this. The right now. system. They just comics. package all the same pieces. Uh, oh, we're already doing new comics for the week? Yeah. Uh, this is where we just show you guys any uh, new comics that were released on Wednesday in the different media. Um, yep, yep. Frank, any any uh, any ones that are of interest to you or Brian? Uh, definitely going to jump on Shang-Chi. Uh that's probably Number a good starting one. point. They're probably yeah, they're probably gonna um, make it like kind of fit with the Marvel universe. So I'm pretty pretty excited about that actually. Uh, Daredevil yeah. 30 is awesome because yeah. that that cover is really cool. It has like Elektra in a Daredevil costume. I don't even know what the story is, but like I saw it in the shop and I'm like, holy shit! I need to see what that's all about. That's how they get you. Yep. That's how they do it. Um, they also have a Nightwing comic. I know not listed here, but uh, I'm pretty interested in getting back into that. So they're starting to get me. Yeah, and then here's the trade paperbacks. These are the ones that I, I I think these are fun because like for people that like like Brian that don't have time to go and read individual comics every week, these are something you know that they pa- they prepackage so that you have a whole hmm. collection available to. That to Robbie Ray's read. one yeah. is interesting. Robbie Ray's Ghost Rider is a pretty interesting one because he he drove a, a a muscle car instead of a instead of a motorcycle. motorcycle. Mm. And he's of, of Latin descent. So. That's cool that there's a acts of vengeance. Uh, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that the MCU finally destroys that storyline and and uh, puts it in movie form and you know ruins it completely. That'd be great. This guy is our resident MCU hater, even though he loves watching every <laughs> single one of them. I can't wait. So yes, someone's got to do it. And then uh, Marvel Unlimited for the digital people who are are okay waiting four months for the stuff to come out. This is what just came out today. Anything you're going to go read, Frank? Nah, I've already – anything that I've wanted to read, I've already read. Yeah. Like so six months even, ago. Like six yeah. months ago. No, it's four months now uh, delay. Oh, is wait, it four months? Oh. They changed it to four. It's no longer six-month delay. Oh, that's fantastic. I, I forgot yeah. I added this, but I guess while we're on it, Frank, your, hey, your boy's August. getting a reboot. Yeah, yeah. He just had a one-shot that came out like two weeks ago. And Brian, Brian, what is the proper way to pronounce this guy's name? Well, I'm from Boston, so Dak Dak Hawk. <laughs> Wicked it's Dak Hawk, kid. <laughs> That's how I do it. Actually, if I would sit there and I'd talk to Morgan Freeman, he would say it's Dark Hawk. I would still say that in the Boston accent. <laughs> it's one of those things. So tell us your favorite things remember. about the new Dark Hawk, Frank. I don't know. I haven't even read it. I bought it. It's not out yet. It is. Oh, it is out. No, I, the the one shot came out a couple weeks ago, oh, okay. and I guess that's the, leading into the. the but the, yeah, number one's series. this summer, I believe. Yeah, uh, August, August twenty first, I think. August is still the summer. Is it still the summer? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Depends yeah, on your September, school district. September is the beginning of fall. Oh man, I've it's been like out of touch. 20th, isn't it? I was born in September, so I. It's just you know. 
I've been out of touch. So with do you seasons. do you play uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire September? Is that like your is that your jam? For your oh, birthday? absolutely. Yeah, I was. <laughs> that's how I got in the mood for this show tonight. Just listen. By the way, on loop for four hours. I I, I don't blame you. Have you uh, totally off topic? But we mentioned September. Have you heard the mashup between uh, Ozzy Osbourne's Crazy Train and Earth, Wind, and Fire's uh, September? It is amazing. I think I have on TikTok. It's DJ Cumberbund is the uh, the guy on YouTube, and he does. It's called <laughs> just Google Earth, Wind, and Ozzy, and it's just it is it will change your life forever. That's a disrespect yeah. to fire. Oh. <laughs> zing, Ricky, zing. Uh, what what else we got? We got any more news? That's any the more news. news? Wait, no, you that can't be the oh. news because. You said there was other news. We got the other, <laughs> other news. The other news. <laughs> alternate news. Um, well, we were talking about it before, uh, but the crypto movie, Crypto the Superdog of uh, oh, you don't DC have a, You fame. don't have any slides for this. I see. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't make slides for these. Uh, okay. D- Dwayne The Rock Johnson is going to be voicing Crypto the Superdog in that movie. Um I mean, I mean, do you like really have like a preference? Like, is there really like that's not my hashtag not my crypto the super dog or what not like, my crypto yeah i mean not my chair not my problem that's what i say they should have got hulk hogan instead that would have been a much yeah. better wrestler let me tell you yeah. something brother <laughs> what <laughs> you gonna do when give me all the wwe <laughs> bring back macho man somehow Ooh, I, want yeah, that, macho I want man. that crypto <laughs> Yeah, you can get the crypto online. Yeah, no Bitcoin, no Bitcoin at all about crypto. Yeah, Ricky, if you're gonna set him up, you gotta let him do it. You gotta let him. Do it. <laughs> you can't, you can't interrupt him while he's doing it, Ricky. That's all right. He doesn't know. He just I'm, I'm like a top. You wind me up and off I go. This Earth, Wind, and Ozzy is pretty good. I'm listening to it. Whole <laughs> <laughs> other world. Right? Listening back to that instead of instead of participating in our podcast. Yes. Oh, I get excellent. Excellent. I am participating. He he asked us to listen to this. You know, this book is tremendous, guys. By the way, I've been reading it. Think, <laughs> I don't think he meant to do it right now. Well, he didn't say not to do it right now. I'm so pretty sure it. half our viewers also went to go listen to it <laughs> instead, of, <laughs> instead of do this. Well, they're Fair. in for a treat then. Okay. It will change your life. Ricky, we all, what other well, non-Marvel news you got? Well, we also got – they're doing a Batman cartoon show. Spearheaded Batman by – Animated series. Animated series by <laughs> Bruce Kim. J. Yeah, J. See, it's, it's people like you that make it hard for people like me that just want to watch some animated series, you know, like, yeah, it's not a cartoon show. It's called hentai. So. <laughs> I'd watch that. I'd watch that for a dollar. Um, so, uh, yeah, the, also- cool, the cool the cool thing about the animated series is like because uh, you'd really undersold that is uh, they got Bruce Tim to return. Bruce Tim is the guy who created. The original Batman, the animated series, and Superman, and Justice League, and Batman Beyond. Hmm. Yes. I know you. I could tell you didn't know that by the way you yeah. just so lackluster said, oh, it's like Bruce Tim and J.J. Abrams and whatever. I wonder no, like, how big of a check they signed for that. That's what I'm saying. What, what I, what I, the reason I wanted that included in the news is because I think – the biggest problem with the DC universe in, in movies has been that they haven't just – tapped that guy to help even as creative consultant like that guy sold me on those stories better than any comic ever did like i have enjoyed everything i learned from the dc came 
mostly from that first. And then that, that sparked my interest to go read more DC stories. You know yeah. what I mean? I've watched uh, the Waynes die more times in the cinematic universe than I ever did in uh, in Bruce Timm's in universe. Bruce Timm's universe, yeah, yeah. Because but he seen, know, I'm sorry, go ahead. He knew how to tell the stories without having to lean on those tropes. Yeah, I was gonna say, who have you seen die more, Uncle Ben or the Waynes? Waynes, Ooh, probably the Waynes. Yeah, <laughs> by a mile, the Waynes. Yeah, by a bunch. Yeah, I don't yeah. think Uncle Ben died in the animated series, the no. '90s. Uh, in none know. of the animated yeah, series, man. The Waynes even died in too? the Joker it's, movie. So, like, yeah. Well, it's because the Spider-Man animated series always skew towards a younger audience, mm-hmm. and so like the Batman ones. Like the the thing with Bruce Tim is. He never dumbed down any of the shows that he made, right? He made them for all all ages, and that's why, you know, adults were watching them, at, like with with younger people and stuff. And so, uh, but even then, Bruce Tim still didn't feel the need to show the Waynes die all the time. Yeah, like, Kid, and kids can enjoy watching their parents get gunned down by yeah. maniac in an well, alley. It's not their parents; like it's somebody else's parents. Well, yeah. Even I mean, better, even better. And they have that on Disney. Yeah, it's on um, Disney you know, Plus. Like, that's like yeah. every single Disney movie. If you watch, it's like Bambi, parents die. You know, all sorts yeah, of. That's that's true. That's true. Yeah. Little Mermaid. Where's the mom? That's right. Yes. No one knows. That's right. What is a uh, favorite uh, favorite Batman villain? I was just curiosity for for you guys. Mm. Oh, I, I like me some Mister Freeze. The Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Mister Freeze. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I used oh, to no. meet you. What killed the Get dinosaurs? Chill out. Come on, do it. Do it. No. Uh, I like, you know, I, I, I am a, quite a big fan of uh, Mark Hamill's that Joker, too. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, which Alfred Molina, Mr. Freeze, do you like? The only one by <laughs> Alfred Molina. I'm, uh, I've Mr. been partial Freeze? to Bane. I've been partial to Bane. I've been having a lot of fun. That's one of the new voices I've been doing lately. Which, ba- oh, yeah. the one from Batman and Robin also? Uh, no, just the uh, from uh, Dark Knight. Do you, do you watch Harley Quinn? I haven't. Oh, check it out. You need to check it out because they ran with that bang. Oh, they really? We got we got to cut the show early. Cut the yeah, show. Yeah, we got to go. We're gonna we're gonna go watch uh, Harley Quinn with uh, Brian right now. Oh, man. Thanks for watching, yeah. guys. What a pleasure, my friend. We should. <laughs> oh, Brian, you need to watch Harley. Oh, yeah. Quinn. You got to start an online man. petition to get Brian on season three of Harley to get Quinn. Brian to watch uh, Harley Quinn. Dude, yeah. I even I even have a bane mask. I, I, that's how. Uh, That's fantastic, Ryan. Yeah. Put it on. I remember I remember going right. to that like you really uh, adopted the Bane mask. The well, was like, <laughs> All right, I'm like the, the, the first the first ten minutes of that movie they showed it like at AMC, like one night only. Like I think it was like eight months before the movie came out. <laughs> and I just remember coming out of that and like, what the fuck did I just watch? You watched Amazingness. <laughs> That's Hello. You, look, you look like him. You look just like him. That looks pretty cool. I'm quarantine bane. I've let myself go. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna need you to do the rest of the show with that jock strap on yeah. your face. Yeah. But stay in character. Yes. Yes. Uh, fear, fear. Today we're chatting with an insurrectionist from the <laughs> <laughs> from no, Gotham. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, all right, we got any more? Right. We got any more? Uh, any oh, more news? Or should we? Ricky didn't say his favorite Batman. Batman villain. Oh, you're right. Harley oh, Quinn made me like Kite Man, um, and there was that <laughs> yes. plot. I like the, the zaniness of him, but the, there was that comic run with Kite Man, uh, like three or four years ago. Oh no! And we, we lost it. And it's like a serious heights, like tight. He's back. 
Well, it's like a serious take on Kite Man, like how the kite's tied to his son who died, and that's why he chooses a kite, and it's like Wait, super sad and super. He tied it to his son. Why? <laughs> like they tied it? his kite connection to his son <laughs> on why he is the Kite Man to try to give him powers, like with electricity through the kite. Yes, with like Ben Franklin style with the key. <laughs> Nice, nice. Cow <laughs> Soda also endorses uh, Brian watching uh, Harley Quinn. I, I'm go in. watch it. I'm HBO, in. Ma- HBO Max. Go watch it. We're cutting. This is why guys. HBO Max will pay us. See, I don't. <laughs> we'll yeah, we love the Snyder cut. Yeah, would the Snyder cut? Whoa, 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 whoa. Snyder. Let's slow down here. Um, all right, let's. Uh, <laughs> are we? Are we good? I didn't, we got I didn't, I didn't say my favorite Batman villain. Oh, all right. Oh, Frank. Is it because you didn't know when we asked when we were asked earlier? I'm or? I'm a basic bitch. I just like the Riddler. That's it. No, I love the Riddler. Go. We can go the to the next one. Too. Come All right, let's move on. Uh, there was there was another kind of. It wasn't news. It was it was in the media cycle. I didn't I didn't like it, but I know it ties into the question of the week. So I will <laughs> I will I will bring it up. It was the um, you know it was uh, Kevin Feige is doing his his world tour right now to promote uh shang chi and and get everybody hyped up on uh loki and and black widow and so in interviews recently this week uh he was once again asked about tilda swinton being cast as the ancient one in the doctor strange movies and and avengers in game and because he got you know disney got a lot of crap for that back in the day because in the comics the ancient one is a tibetan character uh you know asian descent obviously and they chose to go with a Celtic background for the character, which is whitewashing. Like everybody knew it was, you know, like, and so, uh, you know, he came out this week and said, okay, yeah, it was whitewashing our bad, you know, uh, we feel pretty bad about that. And uh, so, you know, that's why we got a Shang-Chi that we're doing here. Uh, your, Shang-Chi, uh, you know? your apologies seem more heartfelt than his. <laughs> I don't know. Why. Yeah, no, I know. I know. And that's the reality is like, is, the, is we all know that, uh, you know, as a corporation, you know, they're, Disney and Marvel are using uh, uh, Kevin Feige as their mouthpiece. To, to, so uh, it's not necessarily that he's sharing his specific opinions. It's it's he's sharing the appropriate opinions to share at that specific time, which is appropriate because as a company or a giant mega corporation, it's really hard to give a genuine apology for anything because – there's so many gears turning and it's such a mm-hmm. slow pace. You got to craft the perfect message and everything. And so, you know, but the point is they kind of waited until they had at least a peace offering to, to put up in front of it and say, okay, we screwed that up back then. Here's Shang-Chi, right? And, 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 and Simu Liu is going out there and saying he's really proud of this. It's an excellent movie for Asian, Asian representation and, and, uh, you know, it's something he's really happy to be a part of. So I think moving forward, you know, they're trying to do a lot more of that. We've talked about that before on the show. Yeah. Uh, Marvel's trying to be better and and that's fine. Uh, but, you know, there's no there's no getting away, getting around the fact that that was a misstep. So Ricky came up with a pretty cool question that we kind of tinkered with. And here's the, question, here's the question of the week. No Mephisto. Uh, <laughs> what was a misstep? Obviously, you don't have to use the one I just used, but if there's if you have nothing else, damn, that was gonna be was, mine. What was a misstep <laughs> in the MCU, uh, and how would you correct it going forward? Why don't we start with Brian? Oh, the, I was okay. gonna say the guest. The guest. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I kind of already uh, spoke about it. I, I, again, I'm not uh, 
as versed in in the the whole MC you uh, as as everybody. So my whole thing is um, just it's it's I I need a good incredible Hulk movie. That's what I want. That's I think that's been their mm-hmm. biggest downfall is for me anyway. Uh, such an amazing character, and it's just uh, they've done nothing. What I think what do you? They made him as a prop, a prop mostly. Yeah, yeah. It's an well, easy fix, right? I mean, but if they pay Universal the money, you know that's yeah. the reason they haven't done it, right? Is Universal still Universal still owns the rights to solo Hulk movies? Oh, okay. Oh, the and crossover so, between Han Solo and Hulk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's why they've gotten around it by using him as a guest character in other movies. Okay. Uh, that's, Do you that's think it's like, more of a Universal's price is too high, or does he feel like they don't need to cut that check? I would imagine they feel like they don't need to cut it because yeah, I mean, would it, uh, they, they could probably they could just go, well, we'll just have them come out, Hulk smash, and I think it's a combo because like any any movie studio always has it built into the their their whatever agreement they have that they have X amount of years to put out something, uh, and if they don't the rights revert back to the owner, which is why the Roger Corman Fantastic Four movie existed in the first place, right? They just had to make something to say they made something. And so uh, as long as Disney keeps putting out Marvel movies that have the Hulk in it, I, I highly doubt Universal's going to go do that. You know what I mean? And like, and Marvel's not in any interest to go help them do that. Right. So eventually they'll just get it back. You know what I mean? Like That's if fair. they wait... They're playing the waiting game, and they can, yeah, they can do that. What's Brian? Brian, what's your way of fixing it? Uh, I waited until you took a drink strategically. <laughs> Thank to, you. Uh, <laughs> oh well, no answer. No, no. All right, well, yeah. taking a, you're busy drinking. <laughs> Too busy drinking all the time. I don't know. I just think they they could do you know the, the same way they've gone off and done you know on things on on uh, on the other characters. Just go through the whole you know backstory. They could really. I mean, they had the whole. There was the whole Incredible Hulk series growing up and all that sort of stuff back in the seventies or whatever, but there's all this backstory that they could go through and they could create a, a much deeper character than just where he is now. Does, I think like, I would love a, a good origin story, like a really good origin story of the Hulk. Does she Hulk interest you? Uh, yes, we're dating. Um, but, uh, <laughs> we've, been, we've been dating for a while now and it's uh, pretty, he impressive. said before the interview, we weren't going to talk about <laughs> yes. that. Did, did your wife know before this, or are we breaking this news now? This is breaking news. If you want to play that breaking news. Oh, my news goodness. Again. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Let's just say Brian was getting the Um Yeah, I don't know. If you I, know I, I agree with you. Um, Dennis had brought up before. We would brought up on another show that um, having Hulk be like the Grey Hulk, um, the, like the, the leg breaker out of Vegas, would be a cool and interesting little kind of twist on the character hmm. that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, I just want something. I don't know. I said that there's there's room for it. It's just someone needs to put together a good script and a, a, like. I would love a great origin story. I think that would be. Fantastic. Or at least a story that's not tied to his uh, romantic relationship with the Black Widow would be nice yeah. too. <laughs> that monster. <laughs> yes, Ricky, what do you got? Oh man, um, shoot, Frank, what do you got? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> shoot. Um, I think the biggest misstep is not having Mephisto in anything, and uh, I think they could fix easy, this. Easy course correction, right? Yeah, they could just Pretty put him easy. in every single thing yeah. from now on and there go back go. and put him in every – just just George Lucas him into everything. No, I, I, th- I think oh, one of the sorry. biggest missteps is not giving me everything that I want right at the very second that I want it. 
I think. Uh, yeah. I think they could they could do they could fix that really easily by uh, just calling you right before they yeah, just move. just mm-hmm. just call me and tell ask ask me what I want and I'll tell them I'll tell them what they need to put in. That sounds like a true fan. Yep. Now <laughs> Soda says Marvel Zombies starring the Hulk. Hmm. That would be obviously that, that'd be really cool. A fun story. I think yeah. we will see that in August on Disney Plus. Actually, it's called uh, What If. <laughs> I got I got mine. You know, I, yeah. I think they, they could especially I think in the more recent years, it's gotten a little bit more muddy in terms of like the timelines and we again we talked about this uh previously, but like if the Falcon is fighting downtown in downtown New York, why is Spider Man not there? You know, you know, they work so hard to building this connected universe so that w- as you start getting more and more players involved, um, that question I just feel like becomes more and more legitimate. And obviously, the answer is contracts and money, and you got to pay these big, big, uh, big name stars to pop up. But I would wish they would find a way to work around it, or even you know, story wise, kind of mentioned offhand, or give a nugget on why that character isn't there. You know, Makes sense. Did Spider-Man say he had diarrhea earlier? And they're like, "Yeah, that's why he's not here today." I think, I think honestly, like the you know, a lot of that problem was not just contracts and budget and stuff. I think it had to do with uh, ownership, right? And like, uh, there was a lot of a lot of stuff owned by Fox for that specific one. Yes, yeah, totally. And and like said, uh, you know, Sony's you know, Sony still owns the Spider-Man universe, and then Mm -hmm. awkwardly you got Universal owning the Hulk. Uh, But you know, now that they have a pretty good partnership with with Sony and they've completely just absorbed Fox. Uh I think I think you're going to see this get more or get better. I don't think this is going to mm-hmm. get to the point where you want a definite uh GPS on Spider-Man at all times to know why <laughs> he's not saving somebody in New York. Um but yeah, I agree with you. I think mine's similar in that uh I just feel like it's already kind of being fixed but I was really jazzed for the Netflix shows when they first came out because, you know, we were promised a, a shared universe uh, with the mo- the movies. And it, I always felt like the shit rolls downhill because the, the shows had got to reference the movies like really loosely. But then nothing that happened in the shows could ever be relevant to anything going on in the movies. Mm. And the longer you watch them, the more you realize – Daredevil is just living in his own magical New York that Spider-Man does not live in clearly and the Avengers do not live in. We're never going to see Avengers Tower. We're just not going to see that universe, you know? And so that was a real bummer. So I've been really happy with this year because, you know, like it or, or not, Scarlet Witch, uh, you know, her WandaVision show matters mm-hmm. to the larger picture. Uh, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier matters to the big picture and vice versa, you know what I mean? So... I'm excited that that's where we're moving now. Uh, and and uh, it's not to say that I need every show to do that, but it's nice to know that when they tell you this show is going to do that, you can you can count on them actually doing that. With that said, we're about to talk about a show that they basically made it very clear. <laughs> this is not what? Not that. Not that. And you need to be okay with that. You know? Wait, I thought we weren't talking about WandaVision. No, we're going to talk about uh, – I think we're going to talk about uh, Marvel's MODOK now. Is it time, Ricky? It's time. Like, I, I now it's time.
I need I need well, a second to find the button. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I was I was trying to do a nice segue in there, but you just you weren't feeling me. You didn't know where I was going. It wasn't time. It wasn't time. Uh, so yeah, uh, I, I, a lot of people were actually quite surprised. They did not know that there was a new Marvel show that came out today. Like I've been I've been letting people know all week, and they're like, "What? I've never even heard about that." And I think uh, part of it is because it's an animated show that's on Hulu. Another part of that is because. It doesn't actually take place in the MCU, so they're not really marketing it like as you need to go watch this to be, you know, informed on what happens next in the MCU. It's just a fun animated show highlighting a really zany, uh, quirky character that exists in Marvel Comics, and uh, they decided to make it into a a Marvel's really big first attempt at a comedy, mm-hmm. you know, like, and so. Uh, I'm happy that it exists because I just want to see Marvel trying always to do new genre, new types of storytelling. Uh, and so this is what it is. And so Marvel's Modoc is a show that's actually created by Patton Oswald and Jordan Bloom. And uh, yeah, it's it's it actually is produced by Marvel Studios, but only because uh, when they folded everything into Marvel Studios. This was the last carryover of old shows that were already in development that they decided to move forward with. Uh, so it started out not being developed by Marvel Studios, but it did end up being finally done. And Kevin Feige, he said he loved the show. And of course, he's going to say that, you know, because why wouldn't he? I thought it was dog shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't watch it at all. In fact, cancel your Hulu subscription. No. Um, Obviously, you know, we can't really trust what he's going to say to recommend the show. Uh, but, yeah, I was curious. I, 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 you know, Brian, I know, was one of those people that had no idea the show was coming yeah. out. So, like, I'm kind of curious. What did you guys all think of this show? And, like, do you want to clarify what how much of it you watch or, or or if any of you want to give, like, your kind of fun breakdown of what the, what's your what's your elevator pitch of what this show is so that people watching who haven't uh, seen it know that was like 16 questions in one oh, pick, pick one question that you yeah. like and i I'll want go. the elevator pitch first and then i want to know what you guys thought of the show all right brian you want to go let's do your i would guess. say i would guess say uh modok meets robot chicken there you go yep i mean that's that's it that's, that's, that's i mean that's that's the pitch. Yeah. yeah that's I, it. We're, we're, we're done here. And I was watching. Okay. I was like, okay, this feels like a lot like Robot Chicken. And then I saw Seth Green was involved as well. And I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. You know, he's, well, it, it's it's Marvel making fun of Marvel. And I think – oh, yeah, sorry. Continue. No, it's just Marvel making fun of Marvel. And it's uh, – I, I liked it, but I don't know if I loved it. Right? I think that's where we're going with this. Frank, yeah. I want to hear a better elevator pitch than, than these two have given. Well, no, I thought they gave great elevator pitches. I'm ready to just go back to talk to Timothy Busfield or. Timothy All right, can I can I can I can I take a shot at an elevator pitch? Yes, go for yeah, it. Get us get us back that Disney money. After spending years failing to gain oh, control of the world and battling superheroes along the way, Modoc, which which stands for Mental Organism Designed Only for Killing. Pushing the open button to get out of the elevator. Having having been removed from his company, AIM. After it all falls to bankruptcy and and is sold to the rivaling Grumble, begins to deal with his tainting family while facing a midlife crisis. That's that's for me like the summary of the show. And yes, the setting is very much a robot chicken style animation, 
but I would never just say it's just Robot Chicken meets mm. Marvel because like they're actually it actually is a serialized there is a good show s- story yeah. in there. there for sure. I mean, there is, a, there is a full arc that occurs on that show. To be fair, I, I watched uh, only a couple of episodes. I watched three episodes, and so I didn't uh, get to, to watch the whole season. So right, um, but in the three, you start seeing they're building. Yes. Like, yeah, and, and that was one narrative. of the things I took away uh, from watching it was just how much they were starting to, you know, really develop character, and and I was really surprised by it. Um, I I had no idea. I, I mean, I kind of knew because I know Patton Oswalt's a huge, you know, nerd, um, and I knew, you know, and I remember him saying a long time ago that he he was like tabbed to do this, and uh, so when it came out, I was like, oh yeah, when you were telling me about it, I was like, that makes sense, and so you kind of know. Like he's gonna take care of it. At least in my just knowing Pat Oswalt's stand up and how passionate he is, that like you knew he would take care of uh, making sure it was was entertaining and just uh, you know nerding out. And I, so I, I felt like I was going to be in fairly safe hands with him running it. I mean, that was just kind of my my initial thoughts when when I heard uh, about it was going on, and then yeah, pass there, off there's like. Dennis wasn't surprised by it. I kind of was. I mean, it's it's still, I, I mean, it's the first of its kind that we've seen in the Marvel world. But there's like a raunch to it that I think it's 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 at the right level. It doesn't overextend. You know, they don't. I don't think they get too dirty with it. But it's I it just hits hits the right spots. No, you think they read dirty? I think they don't. I don't. I don't think it was really much raunch at all. I think the fact that. Uh, that move, that show had a TVMA on it, and blurred out every scene of nudity, and bleeped out just about every swear word except shit. Uh, the only, the only raunch was graphic violence, really. Right. Like that, that, penis. No, I'm saying like <laughs> I've seen actual episodes of Robot Chicken. <laughs> I've seen Robot Chicken with actual swinging dong. You know what I mean? So like. Uh, I, I thought this was a really tame attempt, was, especially um, especially for Stupid Buddy Studios, which, by the way, Stupid Buddy is actually the same company that did make Robot Chicken. So uh, yeah, they were developed. Yeah. Well, no, it's it is. Stupid they were Buddy, stupid. Yeah. They were stupid monkey. They, yeah. Stupid since monkey before, since yeah. they've been Stupid Buddy for 10 years. Yes. It's only been or, 10 yes. years, Ricky. I, it's only yeah. been 10 years, Ricky. Uh, eventually, it'll <laughs> make it to the news. That's, yeah. That, yes. That's not a long enough time to get over one word. So, yeah. Yes. Oh, see, and then somebody joined in awkward timing. Hi, hi, Jenny Angel. Welcome to the hi, show. Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Hey. We're just arguing about uh, corporations changing their names. Um, <laughs> but also, but yes. Pat, Patton Oswalt was a Spider-Man, in, or he was Uncle Ben in the 2017 Spider-Man cartoon, the one that succeeded was, uh, hmm. Ultimate. Yeah. Was he really? It, it all goes back. It all goes back to Uncle Ben. <laughs> it's all Uncle Ben. Well, no, Patton Oswalt is no stranger to uh, Marvel and actually even the MCU. He is officially in the MCU. He is part of uh, Agents of Shield. Okay. Uh, he I plays he said officially in the MCU. That yeah, is yeah. that is That's actually still. If you go to their Marvel's uh, uh, designation of different Earths, that one still exists in the same universe as the MCU. So it's Earth one nine 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 or something like that. Yeah, it's the same universe. So uh, Patton Oswalt is uh, he plays uh, Ken, Agent Koenig. Which is an LMD. He's an official LMD in the universe. Um, he's he just loves Marvel so much that you know. It, it, I I think of anything. Uh, if the show wasn't perfect in you know at, at making me super entertained through the whole thing, at a minimum, I got how much 
Patton Oswalt loved being. Oh a yeah, 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 for sure. Show. Totally. You know, how much he loved doing it. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, do you guys have any like any takeaways? Like, what what was something that that really does anything? I mean, Ricky, you were saying stuff surprised you. What about Brian and Frank? What were you surprised by anything? Uh, you want to go first, right now? You weren't. Uh, no, guess guess go first. Okay. Um, so, well, this is where I kind of nerd out more uh, the the comedy element. Um, so, I was really interested in seeing the, the the various comedy techniques and and the the use of what they were doing to to for for comedic effect. So, for example, juxtaposition. Uh, they used a ton of them. Most comedies do, but it was just a way to see it done. And that's basically taking two elements that don't belong together and, and shoving them together, and, and that immediately creates comedy. So, like at uh, Grumble, um, you know, the ping pong tables making this this evil corporation, and now you're turning it into like this this hip <laughs> yeah. like Silicon Valley type of you know office vibe, and then going with uh, Austin, you know. Going, Vandersleet, you know, Austin Vandersleet. Austin Vandersleet. Yo, what up, you vape, bro? You know, and all that, and having him go, you know, in direct contrast to to Modoc, and just seeing those two uh, come together and clash, like that's where generally comedy is. Um, I also love their use of um, ambivalence in their comedy. So. I don't know that um, word. I got to look it up now. <laughs> just not caring. Okay. Thanks, Brian, for making me learn. Sorry, I know, I know. But it was like the, uh, the uh, like in the first I'll, one. I'll put a the more you know thing right there. There you go. Get it. Yeah. And then just be like, don't look, who cares? Don't look it up. And that's exactly what ambivalence is. That like, is ambivalence care. right there. Yeah. So, but seeing that when, um, you know, just the whole, when he, uh, he blows off Gary's arm and then he's oh, like, that was really, you know. You know, in the future episodes and Gary's like, oh, my my phantom arm, you know, whatever. And he's just like, yeah, what? and just like totally not caring. So like that is like another technique. And that was really cool. And it was like seeing the uh, the kids when they, they made the bird fly into the lasers and blood splatters all over the kid, like all of that sort of stuff. Like to me, just it was really interesting to see the different um, sides of it. Obviously, there was the comedy writing, um, which I won't get too, you know, crazily deep into because I'll, I'll go on forever. It'll be three in the morning and I'll be like, and then they did this. And, but uh, just Patton's uh, timing and his uh, delivery. And and you can see there's uh, I'll, I'll give away this little nugget for everybody in comedy. There's a thing called the rule of three. Uh, and it's usually fun, funnier and funniest. And you'll hear it a lot in this. And it was, I'm, I'm trying to remember the specific example, but it'll be like, you know, we went to this place and this place and then, you know, waffle house or whatever, whatever it is. So it's, uh, it was just really interesting to me to just kind of see his spin comedically. Cause I'm a huge Patton Oswalt fan, uh, his, his comedy. So it was interesting to see his spin, uh, and his influence on, uh, the comedic style of the show. And see cow soda has a follow-up question for you, Brian. What did you think of the comedic voice acting? Uh, I liked it, uh, but I mean, I'm, again, I'm used to, um, I'm used to Patton Oswalt, so I'm a big fan. So, like, it just hearing him just kind of switch and then do his, you know, his yeah. yelling. Uh, I was just like, it, to me, it was just Patton Oswalt. So I was kind of into it, and I thought it was fine. I, I had no uh, issue. I thought it was pretty good. I thought most of the voice acting was actually pretty well done um, with everybody. So from the episodes I saw. Yeah. I thought, I thought uh, the first two were a little rough because – they really leaned a little too heavily on Patton 
And, okay. and and they had a great supporting cast on this show. I don't know if you guys know, recognized a lot of the voice actors, but uh, the every episode after episode two starts leaning into them a lot more. And then they bring on other great guests like like Bill Hader shows up mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, Chris Parnell. Uh, there's a lot of really cool uh, established uh, comedic voice actors that show up after episode two. And so like, I did tell you guys yesterday, like, cause you know, they premiered two episodes on uh, YouTube yesterday, just as like a, a, a special event with Patton and Jordan Bloom. And I let you guys know at the time, I wasn't a big fan of the first two episodes, but uh, it does get better. I would say after, did you like the third one? Did you- I did. Yeah I, yeah, I I thought the third one was better. Uh, and in fairness, I I don't mean to undersell the show. Like I actually watched the whole season, then went back and rewatched episodes one <laughs> oh and two. Uh, and I loved episodes one and two way better the second time. Mm. This uh, because like because I had a, I understood that I was watching a character driven story arc happen. You know, whereas I thought I I actually kind of was hoping for robot chicken meets Marvel. So I think that's what, where I was in my mind is this, oh, Patton Oswalt's just going to do hilarious bits every episode. And mm. they, they might just be, they might be loosely connected or whatever. I didn't expect them to be as connected as they are to where the stuff that is set up in episode one, that was very, very set up heavy. There's a lot of set heavy, heavy lifting. Yeah, a lot going on there. Yeah. does. Um, every single thing that's set up in episode one is paid off in episode 10. Spoilers. And, and, and well, God, that's spoiler, not, that, that's that not really, bother watching it now, that's not really spoilers, but that's just really saying like, I didn't think, it, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't think they were going to do that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I didn't recognize like when I first heard, uh, you know, him compare himself to, but when he said he stuck the landing, like Simone Biles. Yeah. I didn't recognize that he was planting a seed to let you know that Modoc has a secret passion for U.S. women's gymnastics <laughs> and that he will frequently reference them throughout the season. That's a spoiler, by the way. Um, wow. And, and, and so, you know, it's little it's little things, little There's characters. There's a lot of little like nuggets that. like that for sure. Like, yeah, that, like they never explicitly say it. I just finally realized that after watching 10 episodes back to back. I'm like, holy crap, he references U.S. women's <laughs> gymnastics a lot. I was like, oh, that's a quirk, I guess he decided to give Modoc, you know, and that's that's funny and weird. And he probably does it at least three times, like you said, with the rule of three. So Yeah. But it's nice to know that like that does get paid off, that your, you know, your your yeah. investment and you're you're watching it does it does come through and they they you know tie that up and it, it does pay off. So Yeah. I I loved it only after I finished it and then we watched it again and I was like, okay, I was being I at this from the wrong point of view you know it's, I mean? kind, of, it, it's kind of similar effect of uh disenchantment um i don't know if you've seen that i've um, tried and i've been tempted to go back and try again. Oh, oh with dean and uh yeah okay yeah and so it's like as you go yeah. through the, the season and you go through them and then you go back and you the beginning is a, a lot uh again you, you kind of go oh i already it's so much more enjoyable the second time because at the beginning you just kind of go, yeah. what, what is all so similar to, to Modoc where it was like, okay, you, like you said, there's a lot of heavy lifting and you kind of go, what is this all going to be? But you can start to see the shape of, yeah. of where it goes. And then you start to really like the characters and everything starts to develop. And then you can see, you know, going yeah. back and watching the meeting going, oh, okay, that's, that's kind of where they were at it. 
And even in the second episode of this show, it slows down a bit, right? Like yeah. the first one, it's like, here's every character that matters. Well, to like, the story. Yeah, well he's he's Modoc's the joke of the first episode. Like yeah. I guess right. sense. and they the other ones let him let him do breathe things. a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not always on and dial the, eleven. Yeah, and the second one's just this fun adventure that he goes on with his wife, right? Like, right. And, and and or his his soon to be ex wife or whatever, you know? Like, whoa, whoa, uh, god, is it even worth watching the rest of it? That was the first episode, man. That was the first episode. Worth watching the first episode? Is it even worth watching the trailer now? <laughs> I, 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 by the way, I guess I usually do remember to do this, but uh, uh, spoiler warning. Uh, <laughs> you know, we may talk about things in the show that are uh, that ruin things but we're trying really hard to at least only stick to the first two episodes because that's the furthest that uh people on our panel got or some of us um and so if you want us to talk more about it uh we can do that more in in soapbox if we can get into more you know other content that happens in the show but yeah in the in the first episode I, as i did say in the, you know he's going through a midlife crisis and his family's falling apart uh that is the setup for the show uh but yeah I love the. God, is it even worth reading the back of the DVD where it gives a synopsis? (laughs) Holy shit. Ian's got Uh, a good question. I'm looking at Ian's question. What other not so bankable Marvel characters would you like to see get the same treatment? Oh, big wheel, baby. Mm, Well, I mean, that's funny. It's funny you should ask because uh, just so you know, uh, a fun fact about the show is actually. Uh, this was originally meant to be part of a, its own animated connected universe mm. that they were going to do a bunch of shows on Hulu. This is back before Marvel folded Marvel Television into its in, into itself, and they basically canceled a bunch of stuff. So there was actually going to be shows ordered for Howard the Duck, Tigra, Tigra and Dazzler, and The Offenders uh, with Modoc and Hit Monkey as well. And Frank. Uh, and Frank, yep. Yes, and Frank, yeah. Just saying offensive shit uh, all day. So, yeah, The Offenders was going to be like some group thing, kind of like how the, the Netflix did The Duffenders, uh, where all of these different characters came together to form The Offenders. Oh, wait, he, uh, Ian said not so bankable, so uh, definitely The Incredible <laughs> Hulk. Incredible, Incredible Hulk would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, another, another fun one. I, I, I don't want to spoil this, uh, but like uh, he does, he does want to spoil it. No, there's he, a lot of he's lying. Save lot, us. I, I've never like, seen you be so. You, like usually, Frank, you're like spoil everything. It's fine. Don't like. I don't want. You're putting up like some false pretense that you actually don't enjoy. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of D-listers that pop that's up in I'm the show. Well, that's, well, see, that's what I. That's what I was trying to say. Is there's a lot of D-listers that show up and. Uh, some of them were kind of surprising because like uh, I found out like, because I watched that special, um, you know, live stream yesterday with Pat Nozzle and Jordan mm-hmm. Bloom. Uh, they had fun listing off that Marvel gave them access to everything. But for some reason, there was only three characters that they were not, they were explicitly told they could not use. Is it a spoiler if they're not in the show, Frank? Would you like me to tell you those three? <laughs> have, have I piqued your interest? Do you want to know which can three? You, can you just write them down and put them on a card and slide Literally, it over? <laughs> only, like, only said these three characters you cannot use for this show. And he said, do not open. Get I'll a say little note. Do not open. Oh, no. I, I only want to say if Frank wants, wants Th- me to. This is it. a Pantera's box that I kind of want. A Pantera's open. box? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I want to say them because I think only Frank's going to know who they are. 
All right, gold balls, big wheel, nope. and stilt man, baby. No, oh, <laughs> you got one out of three right. <laughs> you actually got one out of three right. Um, nice. Turner D Century. <laughs> oh my god, know that one. Paste Pot Pete. Yeah, Paste Pot Pete, Condiment King. And I just made that up. And Stilt Man. Okay. Those were the only three that for some reason, they wouldn't yeah. say why, but That's they were weird. not yeah. allowed to use them. They speculated that it might have been that like they might be tied up in Daredevil. And at the time of development, the, the ownership hadn't lapsed yet. So they might have still been possibly thing avenue that, that Wasn't like a Stilt Man cameo in the first season of Daredevil. Kind of. No, uh, no. Technically, Turk is Charlie a character. That, Turk is a character that ended up being wearing the stilt man suit briefly in the comics he is not the stilt man but turk is a character that's in all of the netflix shows hmm. um so but again who knows so why did they call him paste pot pete if he's the trapster like i know i know they call him both in the in the comics but like uh, why, have you ever why wouldn't they that, go by trapster have you ever seen that that uh what is it the the super deformed like uh children's cartoon with um with the, it's called Marvel Superheroes, I think, right? Mm, uh, I don't know. It was, it was a kid's show. Kid like, shit. It was a kid's show for like four year olds and stuff like that. And the the main villain in that show was Modoc, and he had a crew of like super deformed little kitty villains. And Pace Pop Pete was in that one too. That's funny. Uh, that's and as, that's what as they, Pace Pop Pete. Yeah, as oh, Pace Pop Pete. That's what they I mean, called him. I, I'm not familiar. It sounds like they just made that from Mad Lib. I mean, they, those are they, some they really, really deep cuts, bro. Like, yeah. So like, yeah. I did a line. I, we got to create three new characters by four o'clock. <laughs> exactly. I, I know. That, I know that was quite a tangent, and I, I just wanted to share that with Frank because that's hilarious. I, I, because at the same time, as ridiculous as those characters are, um, it's cool to know how much creative freedom Marvel gave them to play with. You know what? And like so. First episode, John Hamm no as watch Iron this. Man. John Hamm as Iron Man shows up, right? Yeah. And like, and he's amazing. He's hilarious. He's and like, great in everything. Yeah, but I love the 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 level of attention that he's willing to afford to Modok. Right? Mm. He will not give Modok his full attention because Modok is not deserving of his full attention. <laughs> uh, so he will watch the Great British Bake Off while defeating Modok. Right. And, yeah. And it's it's super funny. That's why I'm listening to Earth, Wind, and Ozzies. It's, uh, <laughs> oh it's the same exact thing. I totally understand. But at that, <laughs> even at that specific scene, like just the uh, you know, and then he counters uh, Iron Man with with a spoiler. As he's, you know, getting <laughs> defeated. Please don't spoil Great British Bake Off. For, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, don't, I, don't, I don't want that. I don't want that kind of wrath. We won't no, 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 yeah. no, we will. We will definitely leave that up. But I mean, just just the fact that they took these modern, you know, things now because usually uh, in, in those 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 sort of worlds, they don't have the, the like the really knit, you know, the minuscule or not minuscule is not the right word, but the uh, specific. Um, good thing I don't use words for a living. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you, had a, you gave me ambivalence, so I did. I did give you yeah. ambivalence, and that's how I feel about this this comment right now. I'm, whatever, <laughs> it's over. But no, uh, the fact that they use these uh, these little details into uh, you know real life now and social life and social media and like all that sort of stuff and just kind of the world they've taken modern world and kind of blended it in with uh, you know yeah. that world, and I think that that adds a nice element to it. One one of the things I really liked was uh like the character Austin right, 
That's mm. his name. The mm-hmm. gaggle Austin owner. Van, and Google Vandersleet. Grumble. 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 Bennett, right? Okay. Uh, that guy's a lefty. I was like, oh, hell yeah. He's a lefty, <laughs> baby. We're back. We're being We're represented. I love, I love the ki- the kids. The daughter is hilarious because she's like Melissa. high school evil, Melissa. And she's obviously taking traits from her dad and she, she has serious appearance. <laughs> is she? As well. is, is it obvious? I don't know, I don't know how obvious <laughs> it is. For I, I know womb, that womb wrecking school. The, in the second episode, they make a reference to Modoc's wife's uh, extremely wide hips. Yeah, I, I wonder if that was because of Melissa or, <laughs> or you know what I mean? Melissa, like when, when uh, I was watching that with my wife, she's like, how did she give birth to that? You know, like uh, Melissa looked like she's quite the wrecker for sure. Yeah. Like, the home wrecker. But then like uh, Lou is just so optimistic with about everything. <laughs> ben, ben Schwartz and Melissa Fumero uh, played those characters. Uh, do you recognize either of them? I know Ben Sonic. Schwartz. Ben Schwartz was Sonic <laughs> yeah. uh, in Sonic the Hedgehog, and also he's uh, John Ralphio in, in Parks and Recreations. He's in, he's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. They actually uh, wrote that role uh, knowing that they were they were it was going to be Ben Schwartz playing it. Uh, but then mm. for Melissa, uh, Melissa Fumero is Amy from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, she's a she's hilarious actress on that show with Andy Samberg. Mm. Um, yeah, but I, yeah. I really love both of those characters. They they actually. They have they have pretty fun arcs. Uh, without spoiling, I will let you know. They each have, have, uh, have their own ride. episodes, which are great. Great. Now I'm yeah. going to be expecting an arc the entire time I'm watching it. Yeah, you're the show's get just it. ruined yeah. now. Well, I was watching. Yeah. I was looking at the uh, you know the voice actors and and the people in the show, and they got a lot of you know comedians. So I was very happy yeah. about that because yeah. you know that timing is uh, yeah. especially if you're going to hang with with someone like Patton, you need to have those, those sort of people. So um, I'm always saying that. Uh, sorry, I, that's okay. Um, yeah, yeah but I'm always saying that they, they should hire comedians to uh, to to play voice actors because they always do like a really good job because because of the timing. Uh, uh, you know, yeah. you need that balance to be able to have emotion and and be able to to carry a line, but you also definitely need that timing that that you get. Um, my favorite, one of my favorite characters though, was Super Adaptoid. Was like <laughs> so played by John Daly. Funny, so funny. That character was just so amazing because they could do anything with him and just great. Uh, in the first few episodes anyway they can can do anything with him and yet they make him a ladder yes (laughs) but you have a hover chair (laughs) (laughs) you you can literally fly it's just so good Um, you know the third eye blind thing coming in you have this really you know which is in the trailer so i don't feel like i'm spoiling it but this this is my charm kind of life yeah just and this the the character that they and the personality they gave him just this kind of like he's a useless like, yeah. he's a useless uh sensitive uh, tool or is what he is for Bodog. Yeah. Right? Like he, he he's sentient clearly, but so because of that he believes he has value, but to Modoc and the family, he's literally just the toaster or yeah, the, the smoothie, or, the smoothie yeah. machine, you know, <laughs> or the ladder or whatever. Yeah, it's 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 and a pretty great thing. Uh, he's Frank, horrified. I Frank, could be this. Frank, he has an arc. He has an arc. Oh, great. Now I'm going to be the, expecting an arc. And that's gonna the be Third horrible. Eye Blind episode, that was episode two, right? Yes. That's episode that two, was, yes. That was set in 2009, correct? That's what the, that's the year they go back in uh, I, think, I think they said that, yes. Yeah. Was Third Eye that's Blind a, a thing? I was alive then. And I Third Eye Blind had already been a thing. Third Eye Blind then. was a okay. thing in the 90s, 1997. So that's what I, I figured. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I mean, are, are you spoiling can, their album from nineteen? They can still, they can still go. They can still do tours for another ten years. It's okay. Yeah, they're still probably big in Reno. Like, uh, I think All Star by Smash Mouth me. was like the Reno <laughs> national anthem. Like, that was ninety nine. So. Reno is a nation. Yeah, the the nation of Reno. I about to say that that tracks all of that tracks. Um, every time I've ever heard All Star, like I see people in Reno, they just kind of stop what they're doing and they put their, you know, put, put your hand on your heart. And, yeah, they turn their visors the other way. That's right. <laughs> yes. And they I stop have, vaping for five seconds. I have another question for you guys. Um, just uh, it'll go. We'll go with Brian first. But uh, I actually just want to know, uh, based on what you saw of the show, what questions popped in your head? You know, as you were watching it, because I know they they dump a lot of they throw a lot of content on there, and I know there had to be stuff that you weren't sure about. And so, you know, this is a chance for for us to answer that or. Or say, yeah, we were sub too. Yeah, I um, I kind of just watched it. I kind of sat back and just kind of let it hit me just to kind of see where it went. Because, again, I'm not super familiar with the, his backstory. So I guess that's the biggest uh, question for the people who may not be as familiar is what the actual backstory of, of MODOK is. But I was just mostly sitting back and just kind of letting it happen. Yeah, they, they kind of glossed over it. George Tarleton uh, is was a super genius that thought he could be a super genius by doing some genetic modifications to himself and, and making himself uh, into this giant head. Uh, I don't believe he actually was a giant-headed freak when he was first born, though. Uh, is that right, Frank? Like, I don't think he was. He was a normal human. Yeah, he was normal. Uh, so that was just their interpretation in the show that you know taking liberties with it um but i i do know that uh, uh several episodes at the end they plug um a new comic called Mo- modok head games written by jordan bloom and Patton oswalt so marvel gave them the chance to officially make a lot of the content that's in the show uh canon oh in the God, marvel universe awesome. in a kind of way like so modok's family apparently in the comics they're all super adaptoids just with the names Melissa and, and Lou and, you know, like, uh, so there's some little tweaks here and there, but, uh, yeah, they wanted, they wanted to try and do stuff, but yeah, I was, I was more curious. Like if you notice, like, I mean, you had to know that they were shoving tons of Easter eggs in your face all the time. Mm. And, and, you know, if there was some that you didn't get or, or cause they go super obscure, man. Well, that's what I figured was with Patton. So I was, and it was, it was pretty rapid fire. I mean, there's the whole thing of, you know, yeah. like Iron Man's boot and, you know, uh, oh, it smells like potpourri and like, okay, is that it just a fall? Random... The fall. Yeah. Does he change it during the season? Or, you know, like, <laughs> Frank, um, Frank, where did the Fing Fang farm register on your, on yeah, your that was, that cracked me up actually. Like <laughs> there, there was only maybe two or three times where I laughed out loud. Most of the time I was just laughing in my head movies. And yeah. uh, Fing Fang Farm was one of them. I can't remember the second time it, I liked it. I think it was Fing Fang though. Farm to Table, right? Is yes. what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then okay. he, he, yeah. like the dragon comes out and serves yeah. them. Yeah. yeah that, that cracked me up. Or or Lila Cheney's little area that they went for the after the after party, you know, like the Lila Cheney, like that little asteroid. They cause they cause uh Austin took him on a dinner at, yes. you know, a business um, dinner. Yeah. Oh, that's and so right. they that's went right. to yeah. they went to three places. They went to the Fing Fang Farm. Then they went to Lila Cheney's little asteroid. That's right. Uh, 
And then after that, they went back to the Grumble headquarters, right? I think that's how. Mm-hmm. It yeah, that um, where he has the monster energy drinks yeah. and all the drawers. Lila yeah. Cheney's a deep cut, like New Mutants character that like teleports intergalactically, like so she can't teleport any closer than all the way out to the other side of space, and then and then back and stuff. So she's <laughs> she's a musician like that used to tour with Dazzler. Apparently, uh, actually, I, I don't know that one. Yeah, Lila so Cheney. that's funny. Yeah, they went deep, man. Uh, like, I don't know. Like, this is a mild spoiler, but like, I don't think he'll even understand the spoiler. But like, at one point in the show, they reference brute force. If you know what brute force is, you know how deep of a cut that is. Like, I know because of that show, <laughs> because it's Marvel Six One Six, right? Yeah. 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 Did you catch the brute, brute force, force reference in Six One Six? Yes, they do. There's an entire episode about it. Um, but yeah, it's it's they go super obscure because that's how deep Mar- you know Patton Oswald's knowledge of the show yeah. is. So I figure that that's probably so. the thing of that that series is the more you watch it, the more you'll catch. Yeah, I had to pause a lot because I was just like, who am I looking at right now? Oh my god, is that really they, oh they show brute force, the little dolphin and all that shit. Spoiler. Um, oh. Yes, look what you made me do, Jen. Well, you made Frank, me do this. Frank, you of all people. There's a lot of things. even a point of watching this anymore? <laughs> most Easter eggs in that no. show, most Easter eggs in that show are shown to you and not and not told to you. Yeah. Like you have to you have to be looking around. I had, the, I around had to look up scene. everyone in the, the there's we, like we a D list. Yeah, we didn't get to that, but it, the bar oh. with no name is in the is in yeah. the show. Everyone oh, cool. in the bar with no name. And, I had to look and, up, and, and that's that's what I've been trying to carefully not. Re- that, like, that's not, cool. Not, now I never have to watch. It. Thanks, guys. The, but the <laughs> you bar saved me so much time. The bar with no name goes deep, mm. deep cuts. Oh man! To the point where I almost was like, "That can't be a Marvel character." Wow. Oh my god, it is. It's a Marvel like character. White Rabbit and all that. Stuff. No, further, way further, further way further. Back of the cereal box. Deep I think cut. that was episode episode four. Like the I Serpent Society it. kind of uh, deep. Deeper. Deeper. Wow. <laughs> yes. Holy crap. It's so deep. I mean, I told you Turner D. Century was one of the only people not on on the table here. That's, I, that's the only one I don't know from. Go that. look him up, then. He's ridiculous. He uh, um, was married to Tina. Uh, Ike yes. and Tina Turner yes. Decentury. Tina. Man, that's like our second Ike Turner joke on this show. Oh, wow. That's that's right. pretty impressive. That's cool. Turner Decentury. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, I have from a, a guest, too. Oh, my God. He's I, great. Yeah, from a guest. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Well, we, what we do is you guys don't know this, but we all contact the other guests and we pass the Ike Turner. Oh, nice. I wish you guys would all watch the show at the same time, then, too. <laughs> Holy smokes. He looks like. He looks like Dick Van Dyke in uh, in Mary, Mary Poppins. Poppins. Yeah, yes. he's got that that little hat. Yeah, yeah. Or the one that was riding the carousel. Dick Van Dyke. I do first, have first appearance. Spider Spider Woman 1980. They go crap. they go deep, dude. They go really deep. That is random. I have another question for you guys. It's a little. It's a little. It's still on topic. It's related to the second episode of the season. Uh, because we're not going to go further than that other than saying the bar with no name does show up and brute force does too. Um, those are the two spoilers we'll give you. And everybody has an arc. Uh, and God, I know. And, and I do think, I do think Frank's still going to watch the show. Uh, I, I thought it was cool. I, I had fun. Uh, I definitely did do other things like while I was watching it, because it's kind of short, short attention span theater theater where there's, they throw too much at me, like where I needed to like, 
I needed to muffle it with like opening my mail at the same time because it was just it was too much sometimes. And then sometimes mm. I would seriously pause it because I'm like, what did I just hear? What did I just see? So I do recommend the show, but I do have to know second episode is a time travel episode where Modoc decides to got you know do one last awesome memory with his wife where they go back to a concert that they didn't get to go see when they were younger and my question to you guys is uh if you could only time travel to do something for yourself when and what would it be brian goes first oh i have to go first uh, it's your kids, Brian. Something's got to be done about your kids. Just watched that uh, last week, actually. Nice, I'm, nice. I, I mean, you have that on a that was, regular schedule. You, you finally watched yeah. your kids? That's perfect. Yes, that's, that's absolutely. Found out he's got them. My God, they found me. I don't know how, but they found me. <laughs> um, Doc, uh, I would probably go back to when I was 16 and just scare the living daylights out of myself and just grab myself, shake myself. You see what you've done to me? Do you see what I've become? <laughs> That's probably what I would do. I don't know that I would go to a, I guess there's probably a different event or so. Uh, I'd be like, and there's going to be one night in the future where you have a chance and you better say yes. You know, like a, just something just scare the daylights out of my myself and beat the hell out of myself. And just, I think that to me, saying it out loud sounds really psychotic. But it's really funny in my brain, um, just that visual of going back and finding who I was and just being like, look at me. This so, is you what would, become. so you wouldn't do a boy murder is what you're saying. I would not do a boy murder. OK, OK. I would not. Frank, uh, what about you? I, I have an answer, I'm but I'm not oh, going to talk about it on this show. I'm going to talk about it on the soapbox. Ooh, oh, okay. man. Oh, so we, it it for, is a boy murder. It's a boy, uh, a boy moito, a moito, a boy moito, moito, murder, a boita, boy murder. Uh, Ricky, what is yours? I mean, the smart answer would say like invest in Bitcoin, right? Like that's where I was, man. I was just like, you know what? I'm too terrified to like ruin anything in my life. So I would go back only like a few months ago and just dump a bunch into Dogecoin. That's what yeah. I would have done. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Just like, just like January, I'd still do the podcast, do everything the same, but like, just you know, just have a little bit more money to play with. Maybe, uh, maybe. Now that you say that, I have an answer. Yeah, go to Prince's house before before he passed, and be like, hey, you should maybe take a nap or something. Don't. Hey, uh, don't 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 do so many drugs there. Yeah, just do one less drug today. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was your new answer, Brian? I, w- I would go back uh, with like some of the early Dane Cook CDs as a comedian and just and like, burn oh, them. Start do comedy now. No, dude, he he blew a lot of people really just trash Dane Cook. His early stuffs are really good. Uh, his early stuff was really good. All well, day. I. I have I told have I told you the story because we used to work together. I I went Dane to, Cook uh, did. You I Dane went Cook? to high school. I went oh, to high wow. school with Dane. No Cook. way. Yeah. Oh, that's um, awesome. And so I, what I would do is I would go back. I would take those CDs. I'd be like, go start doing comedy. This is the material you do. You're going to get really famous. You're going to blow up and make a lot of money, and then you can retire. Um, or I guess I could have done that. I'd pick any comedian, really. But um, Louis C.K., just don't do what he did. But, you know, <laughs> that sort of stuff. But, yeah, I did. I went to high school with, the, with Dane Cook. For, Definitely Kramer. Yeah. No, you can. It's you can only do something for yourself. That was. You can do a good Patrice uh, O'Neill. I love Patrice. I think you could tell all his jokes, right? Yes, yes. (laughs) Uh, I actually worked with Patrice quite a bit, actually. Um, 
Especially, oh, it was man. right was before he got hilarious. really, really famous. But he was headlining Boston. He was uh, in New York and headlining growing up. Sorry, I don't want to switch this into a comedy. We can, we can talk about this in the uh, the show. <laughs> yeah, we got to have stuff for the like the, the later one. I just wanted to you know end that on a on a slightly lighter note. And uh, I did want our audience to know that we we're not ignoring you fully. See, uh, Cal Soto, we totally saw that you recommended three different uh, characters that should the, be. Uh, get the same treatment as Modoc. Squirrel Girl is one of them. Beta Ray Bill is another. And the Cuckoos as some sort of corn-esque horror show. I think children you meant like corn. Children of the there, Corn is what I'm There saying. is Sorry. a uh, Squirrel Girl uh, pilot that is shot and filmed and sitting in Hulu's <laughs> yeah, hard drive. It's been sitting somewhere for a while. Yeah, so we'll see. I, I have faith that all three of those will end up being uh, reality one day. So I wouldn't worry about that. Uh, I don't I'd love even, to see better Ray Bill, to be honest. I wouldn't even say that Squirrel Girl is not so bankable anymore. She's pretty bankable nowadays. Like she's she's up no, there. They're, they're peppering in. She's, she's yeah, getting with, up there. She's, she's like she's with almost, Deadpool. Yeah, exactly. She hangs out with Deadpool pretty often. So yeah. it's not it's not a stretch to to believe she's coming soon. But yeah, we do have to wrap it up on this main show. I think everybody who decided to show up to watch us and uh, you know. Hopefully we didn't ruin Modoc for you, even though Frank is pretty sure we did. Um, everybody gets an arc. That's right. Everybody gets an arc. Uh, I Go wouldn't say it. I wouldn't say they're all great arcs, but everybody <laughs> you gets get a Joan of Arc. You get an arc. Everybody of the gets everybody yeah, gets an cool. arc. But uh, yeah, thank you to everybody who tuned in. I want to get I want to give Brian, uh, our special guest, a, a, an extra thanks for showing up to chat with us, and he's going to chat with us more on our next show uh, right after this, which is going to be on uh, patreon.com uh, forward slash Den Excelsior. Uh, we're going to be on the soapbox. But yes, Brian, where can people find you uh, when when this is over? Uh, people can find me. Well, thank you to the people who came in, Jenny Angel, Kelly Monster, uh, Seacow, everybody that's been in here, Dr. Jones. Thank you guys for being here. You can find me on social media at Comedy Brian. You can find me patreon.com uh, slash Comedy Brian. You can check out my dry bar comedy special. Um, I'm sorry, I see you switching them on me. So oh, youtube.com slash Comedy Brian and my dry bar comedy special, uh, which is a lot longer for me to say and for you to type out. But so it's written dry down bar there. Yep. And guess what, Brian? Both of them are in the description below okay. right now on our video as it's streaming. Yeah. Uh, so people can just go click on that and they don't have to write all this down. Anyways. If you would like to see his dry bar comedy special perform live, then uh, tune into our Patreon stream yep. where he's going to perform it live for all again, of us. Again, you're selling stuff. We can't we can't promise. <laughs> uh, if you want to see his dry bar comedy special live. I highly recommend you get a time machine. Exactly. Do that for yourself. That is your yes. answer. You want to do your that kids, for yourself. Marty. The kids. It's not yes. third eye blind. It's the Brian Pearl drive our comedy stuff. But, uh, you know, uh, thank you all for, for tuning in. Obviously, you can find us here on uh, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, or wherever you're listening to our January podcast. January 11th. When, no, wait, what? Are you, sorry, you cut out on that one. January 11th? That's where you can no. You can oh. find us right now. Oh, <laughs> oh wow, that was, that was quite a delay. Yeah, you got delayed. I said you that got before cut. you started. Okay. Oh, I don't even know like, what you said. It's like then. he knew. Yeah. I I was uh, done yes. saying it. <laughs> Good. Oh. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> but yes, Denx Media. You can find us on uh, all those places and Twitter and uh, and TikTok. And we're just always 
putting out different content, different fun stuff. If you didn't have the time to watch this whole show, we'll put we'll put out a, a nice little highlight reel on uh, Wednesday uh, for you to check out. It's called an excerpt. So yeah, check out the show. Yep. And thank you to everybody once more. Smash uh, that like button. Subscribe. Check us out on OnlyFans. Uh, no, no, no promises yeah. on there. <laughs> Frank, Frank, we gotta have a, we gotta have an HR meeting with you later. <laughs> oh no, not again. <laughs> All right, guys. We're, we'll see you next time, true believers. Enough said. See ya.